trying to gauge, you know, not only what, what Wall Street says about, you know, particular companies, particular stocks, particular investments. I want to get a pulse on, you know, how retail investors are feeling about it. Um, because if, you know, the sentiment starts to, to turn quite negative, um, maybe they've figured out something that what Wall Street has missed. On this episode of Early Bird, Stuart Mooney, co-founder of Utradia, a platform for retail investment ideas. Stuart joins the podcast today to talk about the social sentiment of retail investors, including market trends and important data for investors to examine. If you're an investor looking to stay on top of the latest market trends, then you're listening to the right podcast. This is Early Bird, and I'm your host, Stephen Lerner. Before we get to today's discussion, let me tell you how you can save time and beat the market through Early Bird, a free daily email newsletter featuring commentary about the latest trends in stocks, cryptocurrency, and equity crowdfunding. Early Bird is designed to help individual and non-professional investors stay on top of all of the critical investing trends. The newsletter is 100% free and is sent to your email box each weekday morning. Subscribe to Early Bird for free at www.earlybird.email. Once again, that's earlybird.email. And now, today's discussion. All right, Stuart, thank you so much for joining us today on the Early Bird Podcast. How are you doing? Doing great, Stephen. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for being here today. Uh, We are going to talk about the social sentiment of retail investors, a topic that you know very well. Uh, But before we take a deep dive into that, let's talk a little bit about your background. Uh, Stuart, if you could, please uh, give me a good 30-second Reader's Digest version of your biography and how you kind of started this platform. Yeah, definitely. Um, So I have a a background in engineering as well as uh, spent some time in business school. Uh, So prior to this, I was working as a management consultant um, and really kind of doing investing and trading off the side of my desk. Uh, And then it, you know, the pandemic hit and kind of had a bit more time on my hands and realized that there wasn't really one concise place uh, to find investment ideas and insights tied in with kind of the social component of talking to your friends about, you know, investment opportunities, uh, which is what led me to creating Utradia a little over a a year and a half ago with my co-founder, Jack. So, yeah, that's how we, we got to this point today. Amazing. So you are a retail investor like myself and so many others who listen to this podcast and you did something about that to really uh, shine a light on what other retail investors are are thinking. Um, How's the journey been so far with starting Utradia? Exactly. Yeah. And and that was really kind of, I'd say, the the key moment when it clicked. Um, it's like there, there must be a bunch of us out there, and which there are, um, who kind of have a, a main job and just love to invest and discuss investing uh, in, in their free time. Um, and what we found is when we initially started the journey, you know, it's, it's tough to get, get a, a business off the ground and running, a, a social platform off the ground and running. Um, but really what started as a blog of where we share investment ideas with our, our friends, uh, we started seeing some initial kind of traction and validation there. Uh-huh. Um, and really from that point on, it's just uh, grown significantly, uh, mostly kind of around the awesome features that we have. Um, but really the, the key aspect I'd say is 
being able to have the lens of a, a retail investor because Jack, my co-founder and I um, come from that background. So, you know, we're not trained as uh, as equity research analysts. We're not investment bankers. You know, this is something that we created for ourselves. And I think bringing that type of viewpoint and creating a, a solution and understanding, you know, challenges that retail investors have is, has allowed us to create a platform that really provides um, you know, the investment ideas and insights and information in a way that uh, is useful and, and understandable for retail investors. Uh, and that's kind of uh, the key key component of what we're building at Utradio. Yeah, it's a great platform. I, I encourage listeners, uh, it, it'll be in the show description, the Utradia link. Go and sign up. It's free to join and, and, and be part of the community with other retail investors. It's really nice. Um, so, uh, Stuart, today we're talking about social sentiment as it relates to retail investors. Uh, before we go any further, could you, I guess, real quick, explain what you mean by social sentiment? Yeah, no, that, that's a great question, Stephen. Um, when I talk about social sentiment, um, and you know, if you think about the definition of, of social sentiment, it's understanding how people feel about a stock or the market in general, whether they're positive about it or negative about it. Um, so that's really social sentiment in a nutshell. Uh, what we focused on at Utradia is really understanding how retail investors and their view and social sentiment uh, about stocks impacts uh, the price movement of, of stocks and, and cryptocurrency. So that's kind of the, the key aspect we focused on at Utradia is trying to understand uh, that space. And I'd say the main reason for that is if we go back to the start of the pandemic, uh, we saw a massive influx of people opening investment accounts, participating in, in the market. And because of that, you know, influx of participation and cash coming in, um, there was the ability for retail investors to, we'll call it sway or impact um, price movement of, of certain aspects, assets. Um, and that's something we, we feel is a valuable point to be able to track. Um, and I'd say this was obviously highlighted with what happened with GameStop and AMC to an extent, uh, as well as another, a bunch of other stocks uh, that we saw on, on Reddit. But Really, that type of trend, uh, I think, is here to stay. So being able to understand that sentiment and what's happening in, in the retail space is really a, a key data point for any investor uh, in this day and age. Absolutely. Uh, you need to know how your other fellow investors are seeing the market at any given time. Um, Utradia does a really good job of capturing that social sentiment. Um, to your point regarding the significant influx we saw over the past year with more retail traders going into the market. You talked about GameStop and some of those other, you know, meme stops, meme stocks that uh, uh, traders are going into. Uh, how, why do you think there are just so many retail investors going into the market now? Do you, do you think it's just a, a consequence of the pandemic, people at home, extra savings, or, or are there other issues at play here? Um, I think it's really the the two kind of, uh, well, I'd say the main one would be the pandemic. Um, obviously, people at home uh, having a bit more time on their hands, 
combined with access to some additional cash, you know, obviously a number of people lost their jobs or, or were laid off, which which isn't great. Um, but I think kind of an influx of cash into the economy, whether it was through stimulus checks or, or other means, um, allow people to have a bit of cash and understand that, hey, if I'm not working, um, what can I do with this cash? You know, instead of spending it, can I make it grow? And that's what really, I think, drove um, that huge influx of of retail investors. Uh, and then I think supporting that is the, we'll call it the ease of access to investing. You know, Robinhood's a prime example, but there's a bunch of other great platforms out there that uh, you can invest in in stocks and cryptocurrencies. Um, and that ease of you know being able to open an account uh, and start trading within really a matter of minutes um, has removed the barrier that typically would be in the way for people, you know, joining the, the markets. Uh, absolutely. I think the fact that you have technology and platforms that allow people to trade, but also I, I think the fact that you can trade for free now, something that a few years ago, many platforms wouldn't allow investors to do. Um, and the fact that you could even buy micro shares, for example, of larger companies with higher stock prices. I think it's all encouraging investors to get involved in the market, uh, coupled with a market for the past year or two that has been going up. You know, it's, <laughs> you know, it's not too difficult to pick a winning stock the past few years. Um, but on that point of the significant influx of retail investors going into the market, one thing that I thought was very interesting, and I'm sure you might feel the same way as well, is of how a lot of retail investors have been exploring different channels uh, to learn about investments, usually on social media, everything from Facebook and, and Reddit. Uh, how is that becoming a big part of that social sentiment? Yeah, no, that, that's another great point. So in the way I like to look at it is if you think about your – you know, you and I have been investing for a while. We're kind of been in the game for a number of years. But if you're new to investing and joined during this kind of influx, um, you know, the main thing is you, you're overwhelmed with with information. Um, you know, are you going to go to Yahoo Finance um, to try to understand what stock to invest in? Um, are you going to go to Bloomberg News? Like there's uh, thousands of data sources out there. Um, and really, it's difficult to find a starting point which is where I think uh, we saw social media fill that gap. So uh, to your point, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit was obviously a huge aspect, um, but this was a place where people could share kind of their thoughts and suggestions uh, around investments. Um, and I think that's a much more approachable way for someone who's new to investing uh, to kind of get a sense of what to invest in and then feel comfortable um, to make an actual investment. So really through those those social channels, um, people became comfortable, became educated to an extent. Uh, now, granted, it's it's difficult sometimes to sift through, you know, we'll call it a, a pump and dump or nefarious characters out there who are, are pushing an agenda. But um, I think it's really the the openness and accessibility to, to information presented in a way that, you know, is comfortable on on platforms that people are used to using. Um, I'd say that's kind of the, the biggest aspect, which is why people have gone to, to Facebook, Discord, Twitter um, for their investment content, we'll call it. Good point about investing discussions on social media. When we return, we'll hear from Stuart about how retail investors can influence the market and important alternative data on investing that you should see. But first, let me tell you how you can become a more informed investor through Early Bird. 
a free daily email newsletter. Early Bird has commentary on the latest events and trends in stocks, cryptocurrency, and crowdfunding. With Early Bird's daily weekday email, investors can quickly stay on top of the trends and beat the market. Subscribe to Early Bird for free at www.earlybird.email. Once again, that's earlybird.email. And now, back to today's discussion. So, Stuart, we're looking at the social sentiment uh, uh, for retail investors, you know. In a nutshell, I'd love to take a deep dive in this, actually. Why is that important to, to learn about social sentiment? Yeah, I, I, that's a great question. Uh, I'd say uh, looking at it at a high level um, before we jump in, um, because we've seen an influx of a number of retail investors who are all participating in the market, as well as kind of the overall, we'll say, like group think um, that people have or just psychologically, um, understanding what other investors are investing in and following and participating in gives you an opportunity to identify uh, potentially great investment opportunities. So as opposed to, you know, necessarily looking at company fundamentals, maybe trading on technicals, uh, this is really just a, a newer data point because it's a it's a powerful data point now um, because we have seen signals that um, retail investors can move the market. They have moved the market, uh, especially with particular stocks, uh, that it does become, I'd say, a, a critical uh, point to understand uh, when you're looking and, and understanding investment opportunities. Uh, now, as we approach 2022, I'm sure that that's, that's true now more than ever before. Um, you know, the past year or two, I think, as we said, it was very easy to pick a winning stock, I think the next year or two might be a bit different. It might be a bit more difficult. And it sounds like social sentiment and, and keeping track of it is going to be a critical uh, uh, key to navigating the market, at least in the short term, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, what's interesting is, you know, we saw that that huge influx kind of 2020, 2021. Um, I think we're going to see that probably die off a little bit, um, particularly as, you know, the pandemic subsides a little bit more. You know, we'll, we'll see if that actually happens. Um, but as people spend, you know, less time online talking about investments and, and investing, uh, I think it becomes even more critical to understand where the people who are still investing online as retail investors, um, understanding what they are investing in, what they're excited about, and maybe what they're, um, you know, negative or positive about uh, when looking at particular stocks, companies, cryptocurrencies to to invest in. Um, because having as less and less people uh, participate, uh, the impact those people who are remaining in the markets um, becomes a, a bit more focused. Uh, so being able to track uh, what's happening in that regard uh, becomes even more important. Uh, especially if it's your own stocks or at least stocks that you're considering uh, making an investment in. Keeping track of that, I think, is even more powerful. Um, I... 
Yeah, no, that that's a great point. So if I, you know, I'll, I'll use my portfolio for for an example. Um, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the the prices every every day, keeping an eye on them, how they're performing, um, but trying to gauge, you know, not only what what Wall Street says about you know particular companies, particular stocks, particular investments. I want to get a pulse on you know how retail investors are feeling about it, um, because if you know the sentiment starts to to turn quite negative, um, maybe they've figured out something that what Wall Street has missed. Maybe that's just kind of the general feeling uh, about a company, and if they all start Kind of selling the, their shares, exiting a uh, position, then it's something I want to be aware of, and it would make me reconsider uh, potentially holding it, um, especially if it's something that's not part of my long-term investment strategy. I think that's one of the best things I like about your Utradia platform. Um, it you know it allows investors to share those ideas, um, similar to other social media platforms. Uh, but what I really like about it is that it ke- it keeps track of those ideas later on, and you get to see which users have had the best ideas for some time. So you know, okay, is this a pump or dump scheme or something? You know, is this a legitimate idea from someone who's been making good calls about stocks for some time? Um, and I think it's incredibly empowering to have that on this platform. Um, I, I think it kind of goes to the whole point of what we've been talking about, where you've seen an influx of new investors coming into the market. Um, as these new investors have come into the market, the trend of alternative data sources has really uh, come come into uh, come into its own. Can you talk a little bit about alternative data sources, especially as it relates to finding investment opportunities? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, there's a number of platforms out there and you've probably come across it. So for instance, you know, keeping track of what the uh, what politicians are trading, um, you know, that's kind of a, a hot one right now because um, it's kind of a good proxy of, you know, they, they understand uh, what's coming down the pipeline from a policy perspective. Granted that that data is a little bit delayed, but it's an example of, you know, alternative data. Um, I came across another one, which was kind of cool, is uh, a platform that tracks um, flight data uh, of private jets. So, you know, if a corporate jet is registered with one company and they fly to the headquarters of another company, you know, they're, they're maybe talking about a merger or something. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, I'd say kind of the, the key one, and which is why we've honed in on this is if you think about, you know, Twitter, stock twits, Reddit, these, these are powerful platforms, established social media platforms that have millions of users uh, using it on a daily basis. So just from a, a volume perspective, um, understanding what stocks are being talked about the most, uh, what the general sentiment is around these these stocks and investments, um, provides a I'll call it an alternative source of data as it relates to to investing. Um, because beyond you know looking at fundamental data, technicals, uh, if you're day trading, this type of social sentiment data. Uh, really provides a very interesting and unique perspective um, that essentially gives you the, that added data point uh, before making an investment decision. And so it kind of ties into that social sentiment. You're able to sort of read the crowd uh, when you seek out this alternative uh, data sources, it sounds like. Um, and, and I think kind of going back to your platform, Utradia, uh, um you're able to keep track of social sentiment data. And I think that kind of ties in to this. Uh, what Can you give me some, I guess, examples of some data points you've been able to keep track of through Utradia? Yeah, definitely. Um, so if you, you think about it, we, we've come across a number of ones that 
just give you kind of a high level or a social sentiment score. Um, what we're able to do is we pull directly from uh, these these social channels, uh, Reddit, Twitter, StockTwits, uh, as well as Google Analytics, or I should say Google Trends. Okay. Um, and that gives us really the um, granular data that we need uh, to, identi to identify trends. So I'll use uh, Twitter as an example. So we're able to, on like a 15-minute time interval um, by ticker, uh, pull in the, the number of tweets, retweets, likes, uh, as well as impressions um, related to that ticker. So if you think about that over a time series, whether it's 24 hours, 72 hours, or, or a longer interval, you get a sense of, you know, as more people are tweeting about a particular ticker, you'll see the tweets start to go up, people start retweeting about it, the impressions grow, and typically we've seen this correlate with a, a change in price. Now, is it a is it does it directly impact the price? You know, that's still to be determined. Um, but having that level of of understanding in terms of you know that type of data movement and volume uh, is quite useful. And I'd say the the other aspect is having a real time feed of the tweets themselves allows you to not only see when a trend's happening, identify some movement, but then having access to the tweets that are feeding that really gives you that sentiment aspect uh, where you can understand if people are tweeting positive or negative things uh, about a particular stock. Ooh, and, I, and I'm sure that those types of insights, I think, really play well with today's retail investors who, as you said, are looking for alternative data to stay ahead of the game. Um, it, it sounds really interesting. Uh, Stuart, thank you uh, so much for coming on uh, today's program of the Early Bird Podcast, talking about Utradia, talking about the social sentiment of retail investors. It's incredibly intriguing. Um, but before we wrap up, I just have one final question, and uh, it's the big question for today's interview. Uh, the question is, if you have to sing karaoke, what song do you pick? <laughs> Oh, no. Um, I was not expecting this question. Let me see. If I had to sing karaoke, what song? Um, probably Freebird by Leonard Skinner. I'm going to have to go with that. It's a good uh, good one to rip up when you've, you've had a few beverages. It's a great song. <laughs> Thank you again to Stuart Mooney for sharing your insights on retail investors. And thank you to everyone for listening to today's discussion. We'll be back next week for another episode of Early Bird. Have a great day.